Big Fluff. Charlene Shaherless. Who? 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 Were you a fucking owl? The lady you've been talking dirty to on telephone every day last week. Yeah, all right. You know what? You can't tie me to her. Yeah, well, who needs to? Because your ass is on a plane back to New Jersey, Jagoff. Oh, man. I just... Why'd I get mixed up with that bitch? Because she got a great ass! And you got your head all the way up it! Jesus. Hi everybody, this is good old J.R. Jim Ross, WWE Hall of Famer, and you're listening to Hobo Radio. And everything you're about to hear is absolutely fact. And now, to guys who seem to be made to suffer, it's their lot in life. Joel Murphy and Lars Paderwinkel. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me, as always, Big Vinegar himself, Lars Periwinkle. Yeah, that's right. This is big vinegar coming at you. I missed it. On the on the on the nines and the eights. I don't remember what they said. The nines and the eights? Why would they No clue what I am talking about? <laughs> the... <laughs> I mean, I don't what were you going for? Because it's like if you're talking about clapping, I think it's like the you know, either the ones and the threes or the twos and the fours. Are you doing like no, a no, DJ that's like, are you doing like traffic yeah. on the eights? Are you doing yeah, WTOP? I, I think I was talking about <laughs> traffic on the eights. Okay. That's WTOP. That's shout out to a <laughs> local DC, uh, you yep, know, stable. WTOP. Old good old white trash on parade. Also, while we're just, if we're going to be that niche about it, uh, shout out to Doreen Gensler for retiring i saw that that oh man dorian Gensler, end of an era it really is like i i have such fond memories of the uh, nbc4 news team which yeah yeah i'm pretty positive she must be the last one of like it was her and jim vance and i mean george michael is no longer with us so yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah it's hard to say you can't just say jim vance it's anytime you hear it it's jim vance and dorian gensler right. every single time yeah it's seared into my brain I also, I I get very amused when, uh, what is that guy's last name? Pat, um, who's the, Pat whatever, uh, that is on NBC. That, like, I regularly see, he shows up on the day, the uh, last week tonight. The the guy, he's, he's the local, he's the weird guy that always does the on the street reporting. But. Oh, I got you now. Yeah, I don't remember his name. I can't either. remember his last name. I know it's Pat something, but but it's like, he's become like a staple on John Oliver's show, which is if you grew up in D.C., you're like, no, I remember that guy. He's been yeah. doing this for decades, being a very bizarre. He's a very bizarre rhythm. He dresses like he's in a Raymond Chandler novel and he has a weird like <laughs> beat poetry to the way that he speaks. He's a, a very unique individual. Yeah, he's one he's one of those guys that I was always sure going to go national. Like we're going to see him on some sort of national something doing something like um like Jim Rome. You knew Jim Rome was destined for greatness as soon as you saw him start talking about sports. You're like this guy's going to be huge. Yeah. Or he's like so weird. That uh you know, one Baltimore reporter, Oprah Winfrey. 
Yeah, yeah, she did okay for herself. Yeah, it seems like it worked out. And she uh, unleashed two villains on us. <laughs> she did come out and say, don't vote for one of them in his election. So credit yeah. to that. Yeah, I'm not voting for Dr. Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your problem. You won't vote for me. <laughs> Here's your problem with state taxes. <laughs> Y'all aren't taking care of your kids. Look, this is, by the way, this is as good a time as any. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys have probably been enjoying these first few minutes of the show, but there's not really an easy way to say this, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Uh, we need to start charging you $8. So just we're going to charge everyone $8 for this thing that you've been getting for free. Uh, Quit be- acting like you don't have it. You know you have it and yeah. you know we're worth it um you know what i'll call out specifically um jmo we know you have eight dollars you're a teacher for christ's sake yeah. you're 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 liquid you're absolutely liquid yeah and speaking um, of liquids uh, hey, ethan you only got two kids yeah. you're just the two kids under 10 yeah how expensive can that be give us eight dollars yeah so you've been enjoying the, this free ride is over you know and uh like we just eight dollars it's like that's the price of what a cappuccino probably or something from starbucks i think you know, so just like I would I wouldn't know because I only drink black coffee. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here with your mocha choca frappalata. I just want a cup of coffee. But yeah, no, I think just give us eight dollars like we deserve it. It could have been 20. <laughs> we started with 20 and, you know, we went to Greg and we asked him for 20 dollars and he said no. And so we're like, how about eight? And he also said no, but it seemed more reasonable. He thought about the, the eight. Yeah. He actually did. Because eight, eight, it's Before like. Before we were done saying yeah. 20, he did tell us to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Because you start with 20 and then you eight because, you know, that's just business. That's how business works. Yeah. For real. And, come on. And, hey, come on, Marty. You live in, you live, you live in Manhattan. How expensive can that be? Give us eight dollars. Eight dollars. Yeah. In that city that never sleeps. You you can't get a big that means apple. You can always for you under can $8. always be making money. Yeah. Get a side hustle. The city isn't asleep. Yeah. So you've got in eight dollars. That's like what it costs to uh, whatever it is that people do in New York. You know, take the yeah. subway to your Broadway show. Oh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Getting on the subway. But look, I just and if you're here. wondering why we're doing this after all these years of this free service, it's because of activist groups. You know, these activist groups, uh, they unfortunately have made us had a, a massive drop in revenue, you know, because they've been pressuring our advertisers. And you know all of our advertisers who loved us, who've been giving us money over the years. Now, these activist groups are they're putting all this pressure and they don't want to give us money anymore. So you should give it to us. Yeah. Yeah. Look, if you don't want us to be um, capitalists, then we won't be. We will be communists and make you give us money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's extremely messed up and they're trying to destroy free speech in America. Yeah. Do you. Do you not want free speech? Is that not something you're into? If you want free speech, give us money. It costs money to have free speech. And that speech is us saying whatever we want. Freedom isn't free. It costs $8. Yeah. It's the new cost and give it to us. And please don't leave. Yes. No. Oh, God. 
Yeah, that's not an option. Don't leave. We don't. shouldn't even present that yeah. as an option. You have you have to give us eight dollars and keep listening. Yeah, because we are underwater on this deal. <laughs> we have. I am. I am upside down like a motherfucker. Yeah, like we're we've been calling Tom Selleck. Like we're trying to get one of those reverse mortgages, which I don't even have a house. So this is like really Lars's house. We're trying to see if we can get like a reverse mortgage on it. No lie, the cat uh, chewed up my my headphones, um, and I actually had to take a set of headphones from my wife. Yeah, that's how upside down on this. Yeah, I am. which by the way, I man, I'm having this thing, and I've I've heard other people having it too. Of like, sometimes does does your like lightning port start getting messed up in your phone? I feel like when I try to connect things into the lightning port at the bottom, and I don't know. Is this a real question? That is a real question. I know I, I can't use mine anymore. Yeah. I had to get wireless chargers because like right. it, it's impossible to plug my phone right. in That's anymore. Like, I've had it for like five years. Yep. That like so. Here's my question: Are they just poorly made, or is this like is that planned obsolescence? This is a new subject besides that uh, original real thing that we were doing that wasn't a reference to anything. Yeah, I think it's both. I think it's planned obsolescence and cheaper to make. So they're making they're making money on both ends. That's kind of that's kind of Apple's jam. But yeah, I did the same thing too, where it's like I had to get um the the like wireless charger because yeah, yeah. like it's just if I plug my regular charger in, nothing. Just crickets. Oh yeah, no, I was I was to the point where like I would have to get it just right. And then take my hands off and back away slowly if I wanted to get it. And even then, it didn't get a full charge. It would get fucked up. So, yeah. Yeah. You it, Luckily, though, you can spend like, end up spending like 70 bucks on wireless chargers. And you can get one at work, at home, and in the car. They're not that expensive. But we do need $8 at least. Well, that's it, why we, so that's we, part of why we need the $8. But it's also, we, we need, need it to because, so the reason that this is difficult for me is, yeah, I, I did end up getting a wireless charger that's real. But like. I do use my phone because I have a soundboard on it. So if I can't plug it in and if it doesn't read it, then I really have to be very careful so that we can play very important show clips like this. Yeah, that's going through the the port. You don't want either of us screaming scissor me, daddy. We Mm. all know that. No. Yeah, that would be some real bingle balls. Yep. (laughs) Damn it. But anyway, the point being, um, give us $8. Yeah, give us $8. We need $8. (laughs) I, you know what? I actually looked up, so I didn't want to be, um, uh, I wanted to be an, an informed tech technology owner and I knew these wireless chargers worked, but I didn't know how. Um, it always seemed to me that like, if you could wirelessly charge a phone, it would have to be made to be wirelessly, wirelessly charged, but you, it doesn't need to be, it's just, this works on all sorts of things. So I, I read about how wireless phone chargers work. And by the end, I, um, I was then educated and knew that it has to be witchcraft. Yeah. I think it's just witchcraft because I didn't understand any of those words. I think they were in some sort of like like dead nomadic language um, that that Satanists used to speak because I, I don't know what's going on with these. Things. Well, I I so correct me if I'm wrong, because you read about it, but like magnets are involved somehow. Right. Because like for real, the one that I got it like when I put it into the it's a little circular one. And if you put your phone near it, it like snaps like a magnet and connects to it and then starts charging it. 
Yeah, yeah. That that's exa- that's exactly what it is. It's magnets. I know because yeah. remember you got me that cameo of Violent J. Well, that's and part gonna... of the cameo was he was explaining magnets to me. How do they work? Like that was that was really the question. You know, one of exactly. the philosophers well, uh, yeah, of our time. It's a conspiracy, really. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I don't understand how it works at all. Or like that, even like even saying magnets, it's like okay, and then question mark. Yep. And then it does the thing. Anyway, um, man, have we made $8 yet? I keep checking. I'm like, I'm on our Venmo and I'm just okay. hitting refresh and refresh. What if, what if we verified you as a listener of Hobo Radio? So you'd be like a, an official listener, no. you know, because they're look. Doing, they're doing it wrong. Actually, can we stop recording just for a second? Just for a second. Okay. Okay. Make sure you edit this out. Okay, this but, is gone. Um, we should really be sort of. One hesitates to use the word extortion, but we we should be telling them that if they give us eight dollars, we won't put on the internet that they listen to this show. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we'll unverify you. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Okay, yeah. we're gonna put okay. you on Here's blast at a point. Okay, yep. so edit point. Okay, so uh, and, and yeah, if you give us eight dollars, we will not put your information out on the internet for everyone to see. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. We're not oh. going to dox these people. Oh, what are we doing? What we're saying is we're going to have on. Okay, let me try. Okay, <clears throat> so um, we have we have compiled this awesome list um, on on our social medias of people that listen to the show, so we can like keep up with our listeners. Um, anyone, uh, anyone, you know, on those social media platforms can, can go to, go to our page and see that you listen to the show. Now, if you gave us $8, uh, we'd be happy to take that down for you, uh, for, for any reason you want to, it's just, you know, we need $8 to do it. You can put it up for free to take it down. It's $8. So if you want to give us $8, we'll, we'll be happy to do whatever, you, whatever you want with you, with your name on that. Yeah. Because it's, I don't want to get into the technical side of things, but it's like, we have to find the postcard with the password on it. And then we have to type that in and then we have to message Marty and ask him how to remove a name from the website. And it's just, it takes and all, a of, the, all yeah. of that costs $12. Yeah. And we're just asking for, for help. We're you know, losing you money. And have I mentioned 66% of the cost, you know, we're covering the rest out of our own pocket. And have I mentioned the activist groups? They're so active that like, that's the thing about activist groups is it's in their name that they're active and there's a group of them. Yeah. So it's like, there's yeah. a lot of people who are actively uh, harming us. What are the, what are the, who are the activist groups? They're activist groups. But active in which aspect? So they're groups. Okay. So there's like more than one person. So it's at Mm -hmm. least two, maybe three, maybe more. And they get together these groups and they tell advertisers not to give us money. So their, okay. Their activity is to prevent money from happening yeah because do you ever wonder like why we've been doing this show for so long and we don't make a ton yeah. of money because it's like you listen to mark Marin or you listen uh-huh. uh to, i don't want to keep giving away names of shows that because if, if people don't know if, if people don't know conan o'brien has a podcast i don't want to tell them because that's going to cut yeah, it don't tell don't but tell uh yeah. but like you listen to those shows and it's like just boom mattress then boom like you know <laughs> boner pills like boom uh 
coffee.coop. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. shows are you listening to that promote the boner pills? Uh, do you know what's sad? Uh, because you asked, and I will actually tell you, there is a real answer to that. I've been listening to Mick Foley's podcast, and I love Mick Foley so much. I'm wearing oh, okay. one of his t-shirts. But yeah, uh, bang, bang. But yeah Mick, Mick traffics in some uh, questionable advertisers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's wrestling. I yeah, think it's understandable. I would do this, uh, like you do this, uh, I would do the same thing. It's just, yeah, I'll take your money and then I'll read your ad. And if people want to buy your stuff, I guess they can. But yeah, so, so yeah, if you listen to Foley as pod, you can get uh, the inside okay. track on some boner pills, I think. Some bone. Oh, is it the Blue Chew? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I a- guess I've heard that advertised on shows before. Okay, yeah. 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 They don't sell that in Maryland yet. Yeah. Also, right here. Also, blue. So look, we just mentioned the product, and because of these activist groups, we don't get money for that. So if you could all send us eight dollars for mentioning where you can get boner pills. So are the are they anti money? Is that what they're? I think they're, they're anti us because we have free speech. Oh. So they're trying to prevent free speech. It it that seems like a hard thing to get behind. Right. If you're American, you support yeah. free speech. Right. But and, and free, so they're not American. These activists. I mean, I don't think so. OK, they're, they're at least un-American. They're, they're definitely that. un-American. And they're attacking. I, our, I, I, I'm, I need to be honest with you. I'm still not sure who these people are or what they're doing. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know either. But look. <laughs> okay. So here's <laughs> I guess the if thing. you say it enough times. But here's the thing, Lars. So think about it, right? We don't have these high tier profitable advertisers, right? No. And we're great. Our show is great. Yes. And everybody loves it. So like, yeah. I think Occam's Razor would say there must be a secret cabal of activists who are preventing us from getting that money. I don't think you understand what Occam's Razor is. but. Nevertheless, good conclusion. Yeah. So I guess there is some sort of um, some fatwa against Hobo Radio. Yeah, they're against us. They're against us. Yeah. And they're harming us in the following ways. We don't have $8. Yeah. From all of you. Not just $8, but $8 from everyone. Yeah. Don't do this round robin where each of you coughs up a buck. Because yeah. that won't even give of you eight dollars if you if yeah. you hit up all of our listeners, you will be short eight <laughs> bucks. Um, <laughs> but no, from each, we need eight dollars from each of you. Come on, that's just four Powerball tickets. Also, I mean, look, I might as well since we're just putting this all on the table, pull out the bandaid. That's per month, so that only covers you for November. Yeah, but you get four hours of content. Yeah, that we will make sure people don't think you listen to if you give us eight dollars and then we'll take your name off of the social media platforms. Yes. Which, uh, Marty, if you're listening, if you can just uh, send me a message and remind me how to do that. Yeah, yeah. I think Marty drag the box over the name until there's an X in the corner. And once we have eight dollars, we'll hit you up and say, you know, go ahead and click on that. X. But don't just remove. And look, Marty, don't remove. If you are listening, don't remove your own name unless you gave us eight dollars. Yeah, make sure you gave us a double check. Make yeah. sure that we have eight dollars. <laughs> Log into our account. <laughs> Tell us if you put he's it. also he's our tech guy and our accountant. Yes. <laughs> he's, the, he's the CFO of Hobo Radio. <laughs> yes. Oh man, it might seem like all oh, this is a bit, but one thing that is not a bit is I do bug Marty for um 
Oh, any, do you? Any tech questions? <laughs> Real. Is he your Chloe? You're always hitting him up. What's a Chloe? Is it? Was her name Chloe? On twenty four. Oh, damn it, Chloe! Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Find me an exit. <laughs> Find me an exit. I need to get out of here. Yeah, Maryland Rice Cub. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, when you said Venmo, it reminded me. I saw something horrible. I hope this doesn't become a trend. Um, I was uh, walking to the store and there was a car um, that had writing on the two, uh, on, you know, three sides of this, of this car. There, there was writing on the windows and it said, um, it said, it's my bachelorette, bachelorette weekend. Um, and then something that rhymed. Um, it was like, uh, so, but, uh, I think I went to commit it to memory and then my, my mind rejected it because it was so stupid. Um, but it was basically like, uh, it's my bachelorette party weekend, buy me a shot. And then her Venmo. So when you're driving around or when you're parked and you see this Venmo, you can give this lady some money to buy a shot. And I hate that so much. Yeah, that's not good. Don't do that. Don't guys don't. Excuse me. Friends, friends and listeners don't give money to strangers. Just don't just I mean, yeah. I think just don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't. it's your money. Do do what you want. I'm just saying this doesn't even seem like a scam. Like if it's a scan scam, that's reprehensible. But if it works, that's on you. If it's not a scan, I, a scam, I think it's just stupid. I think it's just stupid to to give this person money to buy liquor with. Well, there's also I mean, there's better if you're just going to Venmo people money, like Venmo people who need money money like we us need eight dollars we need eight dollars and if marty sets up our venmo then you can send it to there and i assume it would have hobo radio yeah. in it or something marty can we have a venmo <laughs> um yeah i i just didn't get I, and also that's not fun like look yes yes of course like when you're in public uh, at a bar or restaurant um or even like a dance club or something and there's a bachelor and or bachelorette party there. They are very obnoxious. They just are. You would rather them not be there probably. But also I do feel compelled of like, you know what? Let me buy you a drink. Like, congratulations. Let me buy you a drink. If they're going to be there and be obnoxious anyway, it's like, and, and congratulations. But you're whatever. in the bar. It's actively happening. It's not like it is weird to drive around. With a bumper right. sticker that's asking what I'm saying, for money. Because then it's yeah. like, I bought you a drink or like, you know, I did a shot with you. Or at least I get to like, say congratulations, see the look on your face. Cool. Have, have a good night. Please go, please go someplace else now. I, I want to watch baseball in peace. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's part of the exchange. It isn't just like, you know, if I saw you on, you know, walking down the sidewalk with your bachelor slash bachelorette party. um. And you were like, hey, want to buy me a shot? Give me $5. I'm not giving you $5. No. It's, a sen it's essentially the same thing, but the spirit is gone from it. I'm not just, me buying you a drink isn't just giving you money. It's it's celebrating with you for a brief moment. Don't just, yeah. I think, like, I don't like the audacity is what I'm saying. <laughs> buy me a shot. What well, has a weird vibe of like, hey, uh, I'm having a birthday party later, so why don't you buy me a present? Oh, am I going to your birthday party? No, no, no. But I'm seeing you now. And like later, I'm going to be having my birthday party that you're not invited to. But like, 
give me a present. And look, we would never do that. Now give us $8. Give us $8. Like if you're listening, you're obviously listening to the show right now. Yeah. We, we deserve $8. You think <laughs> shit is free? Yeah. And if you listen this far, I mean, come on, look at the value that you're getting for this. It was $20. We started at 20 and we realized that was unreasonable after Greg told us it was unreasonable. Yeah, Greg. And we know Greg is right because he has been writing horror novels since the late 1960s. Yeah. So he knows. Some of them while $20 on cocaine. is too much. Some of the best ones while yeah. he was on cocaine. <laughs> That's right. That's like, and I know there's dozens of them and like three of them are pretty good. No, so but they're, we know he on. knows what he's talking about. Come on. Some of them are great. And like, look, the one that they like Kubrick made the movie out of that's nothing like the book. The, that movie's great. I, I don't like I haven't really enjoyed Greg's writing as much since that car hit him. That's too soon, man. That's <laughs> what's too soon. Yeah. What's too soon. But like, I also that, that uh, happened in the late nineties. I lo- I do love when like Greg's deal that he had, where was it like you could just offer him? Was it a dollar? I think it was cheap for like his short stories, and you could adapt them into like full length movies. When he was doing that, what we're saying is he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So when he says twenty dollars is too much, we take we take heed. Mm-hmm. And we lowered it to we we cut it more than in half. It's right. eight dollars, which Greg come understands. On, come, on, get, get, come off it, you sheep prick. Which Greg understands because it's like he'll write a book and it's hardcover and it's expensive, and then you just wait a while until it's so, you know it's like softback, and then you pay eight dollars for it. You start with a higher price that you're not going to pay, and then when it gets cheaper, you know you just pay eight dollars. Yeah, exactly. And he like. And people still buy his stuff, even though it will take him upwards of 15 years to finish a series of books. And it's disappointing at the end. Right. But they, he still gets his money. Why don't we get ours? Yeah. And like Bill Hader will play an adult version of Finn Wolfhard in his stuff. Like it's how it works. That's very specific. That's very specific. <laughs> I mean, generically, hypothetically. Okay. Because have you ever looked at those two? They look like they could be a younger and an older version of the same character. You know, I don't see it, but I'm not a casting director. Yeah, yeah, But, like, Greg's work is so good that even if Tim Curry nails it, someone else will try it years later. <laughs> someone will try it years later. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember when Greg tried to direct one of his own um, m- movies? And is, is he that the one with Steven Webber? Because the, cause the, <laughs> the cocaine... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, he yeah. put the green goblin in it for no reason. <laughs> but we love Greg, to be clear. Like, obviously. Oh, yeah. Big, yeah. Huge fan. Yeah. Huge fan of not only his talent, but his success, i.e., he has $8. Yeah. And that's why we picked a fight with him, because we're huge fans. <laughs> we're, hu- we're huge fans. And we made him relevant with this show. Not all of his success outside of it years before we started. No, 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 not even close. Look, we've gotten we've gotten off topic and we I think we need to get back to our roots, which is to say, man, there's been some wild DC Comics news since the last time we spoke. Yes, yes, I this is. It is wild. Mm -hmm. It's not. I think some of it's bad. Some of it's good. It's all pretty crazy. Yeah. So, well, and I think it all ties together in that it all could hopefully, the optimist in me says that all of this could be really good. Hopefully. But, uh, 
Uh, so one of the biggest things was that uh, James Gunn was named. Uh, it was him and another guy whose name I don't remember, who's like the money guy. But James Gunn has essentially yeah. been named the creative you know head i don't know what it is. i should have learned the title or written it down but he's yeah. the guy in charge of making movies at dc comics i think is his official title right yeah they're ba- basically the oh they renamed themselves too so is uh, yeah. it is it yeah. the dcu yeah what they they're always yeah. someday i think so yes yeah. but yeah so basically the dcu is trying to put a rudder on their ship in the middle of the atlantic during a thunderstorm you got to applaud them that this far into the game they're like what if we had a kevin feige is that what's been doing it the guy that's been yeah, in no, charge of no green- shit <laughs> what if you made a series of movies of characters before putting them all in the same movie together no nope, no everything is everything that was their strategy for a while <laughs> but but yeah now they're actually like what if we had a plan and uh yeah so james gunn is in charge of the creative direction which i know he's already you know he hasn't been doing it very long but he's already making some changes he got rid of the showrunner for the green lantern show and switched the focus to the john stewart green lantern instead of i think how jordan i imagine it probably was I think it was gonna be how jordan yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's like starting to do stuff. But uh, yeah, I think that's interesting. And then the other big thing that was like right before James Gunn was that, which I haven't seen Black Adam yet. I don't know if you've seen it or not. No, I don't want (laughs) to. But uh, but I know Black Adam teased a return of Henry Cavill, which then led to him coming out and saying that he is officially signed on. To be Superman some more. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Superman. Okay, but here's the thing. So, i with you. I don't like Superman. But do you agree with me on this? That I actually think it's the most important thing that James Gunn could do is make a good Superman movie. <clears throat> Yes. I also think Henry Cavill is an outstanding, not only Superman, but Clark Kent. And I mean his his acting, his acting, because I think, man, I look, I don't Superman Returns was dumb. It just was. Yes. Brandon Routh was a good Superman and also a great Clark Kent. And no one's going to deny Christopher Reeves. However. What they have going for them is, is a, I think all three of these men are, are great, but the two, his two predecessors could put on a suit and tie and look like a guy who looks at, works at a newspaper. Henry Cavill looks like a big monster man. Yeah. And like, okay, you put on glasses, but like, look, dude, you're jacked. There's yeah. no amount of suit that's going to hide that. I know what's under there. You're huge. You're a huge man. Well, and especially like you're supposed to be a reporter for a daily newspaper. There has never like no offense to Woodward and Bernstein and all that they did for us. But like Bob Woodward does not like bench press 400 pounds. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, damn, Clark, you you're obviously fit. Uh, never see you at the gym. What's your secret? Yeah, Clark, it's really weird because you could clearly bench press any of us over your head and yet you're acting like you're a huge nerd i don't understand 
Why are you I don't doing get it? How are you coordinated enough to like to lift weights, but you can't like walk up steps without tripping because you're such a goofball? Also, this man cannot fit in a phone booth. No. Superman should be able to fit in a phone booth, right? What's a phone booth? I was just answering yeah, for call. our. I heard it. I heard it yeah. after. I heard yeah. it after I said it. That was just for Gen Z. Which, if Gen Z, if you're listening, give us eight dollars. You, I know you have eight dollars. Yeah, yeah. When you Ask your it. parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't spend it on your avocado toast. Wait, I think that's us. Shit, I don't know. What did they spend that it might on? Be us. Oh. I don't know. I don't even know where we land. We're in two different generations. I know nobody I wants us. That's what I learned. Yeah, they basically, they're always like, here are the people who were in limbo. If you were born between 80 and 83, isn't, yeah, that makes sense. That, yeah. that does make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, That's why I've been yeah. wandering around. <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody's just like, nope. No, no thanks. We're all every, filled up every, here. <laughs> every older person that talks to me, I'm like, are you, you my dad now? Please be my dad. Uh, no, but I need, I, to ha- I need to have a father figure in my life every day to tell me what to do, please. Yeah, but no, I I do sincerely think that even though I'm not a fan of like, because here's the real truth of DC Comics is Batman, who I love, who is my favorite comic book character of all time. Batman always kind of works, even when Joel Schumacher is making a Batman movie. It still is watchable. Like, I've never not a single one of those Batman movies, no matter how bad they are, would I not watch if it was on in front of me? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because Batman just even, works. Even if it's like, you know, remember the numbers, Batman. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching that. Yeah, it's still super watchable. And so, like, Batman's easy. So they keep rebooting Batman because it's the easiest one. Of course it works. Like, oh, we yeah. kind of changed it. Like, it's even darker and he's even growlier. Okay, sure. I'll watch that, I guess. Uh, wait, yeah, wait, I'm, isn't I'm is that... Is that like a thin guy in a fat suit playing penguin? What's happening? But I'll still watch it. You know, that's fine. Like, sure. Yeah, that's fine. But Superman's your guy. Like Superman's the original superhero. And sure, I have issues. I have notes on the pitch for Superman because it's like, what if he had all the powers and he had one weakness? But if you exploit it, then he collapses into a pool of. Like it's too, the extremes are too big. He either has all the powers in the world, or if you have a little green rock, then uh-huh. like a stick can yeah, be, like that, completely destroy it, right? him. You know, um, you know, all all powerful demigod to getting curb stomped by Cal Penn wearing a hoodie. Yeah, uh, you know, some gray area there. But this isn't. Look, this isn't the thing I'm upset about. Um, as much as. Not only are we saddled with more Superman, which I understand the move from a business standpoint, but we got to see another Superman movie. Um, also, we um, are losing, we're losing Gerald of Rivia. No, no offense um, to Liam Hemsworth, but you are not the Witcher. Uh, Henry Cavill is the Witcher, and I don't want to see anyone else be the Witcher. Sorry. It is a wild move. I I didn't know you could still do that in a big show. Like, I thought audiences wouldn't accept that anymore. Like, I know Game of Thrones would do that with minor characters, but it is wild to just be like, no, the lead, he's a new guy now, and he's the third most famous Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he'll probably do a fine job. I, I guess I won't know because I'm really hesitant to watch it. I watched the first two seasons. I'm going to the third one's in the can, apparently. So it's just going to be the fourth season of The Witcher. But like, here's here's 
I don't know if we heard numbers for for Henry Cavill, but I do know that The Witcher was a pet project of his, and he knows those stories backwards and forwards, and the games backwards and forwards. He's giving, he's giving, you know, um, he's lending his expertise to people on set of like the way that world works, what Gerald would do and wouldn't do, like how different spells should work. Like he actually. You know, he actually wouldn't be in this situation because he can get out of it easily because of the spell that he knows and he always carries the stuff he needs to cast it. So he's a giant nerd for that shit and really was really into being Gerald, happy to walk away from Superman if he gets to be in The Witcher. What did they have to pay him to walk away from that show? Well, yeah. And it, like, I do wonder that. And then I also wonder, I mean... I don't know, like we could do a whole other show on Netflix, but like Netflix seems to be struggling to me to really land anything. I was it was it an either or or was it something where Netflix could have gone like, look, technically we should be starting production on The Witcher. But if you want to go shoot a Superman and then come back and do this again, we'll Well, wait. That's the thing, too, is like it's probably a contract. He's probably it's probably not just you're going to be in a Superman movie and then you're going to, you know, probably make appearances in other DC movies. It's probably like here you're, you're going to have a series of movies. Oh, and and maybe it's like a Warner discovery, a JSA or a JLA or something like this is, this is going to be huge. You're basically going to, you're our, you're our Robert Downey Jr. Um, where you're going to be featured heavily in every film that we can feature you heavily in. Yeah, I could see that. Plus, I could see them just petty, like for HBO Max, just being like, and you can't do a, this other streaming thing because we need you for cameos in uh, what's the the John Cena, um, the the James Gunn John Cena. What's that character's name? Um, the one with the helmet, the silver helmet from Suicide Squad. Peacemaker. Oh, the, um, Peacemaker. Thank you. Yeah. But like, yeah, we need you to show up in Peacemaker or whatever. So maybe he is showing up on streaming shows. Or, but but yeah. And also, I guess we didn't mention that to the other thing that all of these deals do is they took James Gunn away from Marvel. Like, so he's already shot Guardians right. 3 and this Guardians right. like Christmas thing. But then he's done there, which is still utterly fascinating with how all of that worked out with like trolls yeah. tried to get him fired and they got him the job at as the head of a studio so right <laughs> good job there but uh, yeah yeah uh, i think the next time someone says i was wrong and apologizes we just accept that apology yeah yeah, yeah, yeah maybe what you should do you know be decent and stop trolling people but uh but no i but the reason i say that we need a good superman though is because like that's that's your flagship guy. And to your point, too, that I totally agree that like Superman probably should be the Tony Stark. Like he probably should be the core. Because also, if Batman is written correctly, and I think this was one of the many problems with uh, the Snyder, like Justice League is like Batman shouldn't be the guy putting the team together because Batman should be the guy who doesn't trust the team, who they go to and are like we put a team together and he's like i don't trust your team and then like in the third act he shows up and they're like oh shit batman showed up right as we were all about to lose like that's the batman role you know that's the batman and and then in the second movie they find out that he has a dossier on each of them and how to defeat them that is the best is the way 
the G- the JSA goes and always has gone and I want to see it. Yeah, it's the best. That is the best Batman story. It's like, oh, my that bad, guys. Batman. Sorry. I just thought I might have to kill you all someday. So I had uh, like these files. <laughs> I had to write something. I had to get it on paper unless I forget. <laughs> because like, oh, look, you that. all have like a specific thing. So like if I, I could kill you all the same way, then I could remember that. But it's like, oh, Superman, it's the rock. And like, you know, with the cyborg, it's. A, a computer virus i don't remember what all the things were but oh i love it i love it every single time it happens there it's been, this story has happened so many times yeah and it is great every I single did. time because they go why'd you do that well well if you decide you to go rogue yeah uh who, who's gonna stop you i have to know how to stop you and they're like well well why'd you write it down so i would remember how to stop okay, you but now that it's in evil hands we're in trouble i apologize for nothing we yeah. need to be talking about a solution you're just talking about the problem okay you know how these like evil hands right now we have no way of stopping them well what if that was you that was my thought process <laughs> yeah what do you what do you guys what do you guys want from me I know you just like look up and fly away. I got to get a thing out of my belt. I shoot it up like I have to know this shit. Yeah, Jesus. I guess I have to plan. I guess if we all could just punch through walls, then you don't really have to plan a lot. But I got to go through the air ducts. Someone around here has to be the brains. Yeah, but and it's none of the several scientists that are in this room for some reason. It's me <laughs> or the guy with the computer brain. <laughs> no, I don't trust him. It's a computer brain. He's still too new, even though he's now in every version. I don't know about that guy. Like, if it, like, what if he needs to log into a website? He can't pass one of those tests. He's a robot. <laughs> he doesn't know what a traffic light looks like. <laughs> that would be great if that's how you stop Cyborg, is you just showed him pictures of traffic lights. <laughs> click, click. Click on the windows with buses. <laughs> oh, shit. Cyborg, go down to that bus and save those children. What? The what? <laughs> the who now? <laughs> That'd be a great plot line. Uh, no, but like, yeah, so you need, in order to have a functioning cinematic universe, you have to have a Superman, like a good Superman. And yeah, the Snyder version was not Superman. The Snyder version was uh, Dr. Manhattan from The Watchmen. That's what he wrote because he loved The Watchmen. And that's how he understood Superman was like, what if he was him? Which was a parody of him that was not actually meant to be the real character. Yeah. But I think you need a Superman and I think you can do it. Like, I'm not saying I would want to do it because <laughs> I don't think I, I'm the right person. But I think... To me, and let's see if you agree, but I feel like the elements, the positives of a Superman are one Lois Lane, which is a great character. Like yes. you, you need Lois. Lois is our character, like as the audience. Yeah. She's a human. She's really tenacious. She's, she's always been my favorite character, the Superman. Like she's really good. Every version of her works. And you need her trying to figure out like on the ground what's happening and getting intel uh, Superman is just Superman. He should be like an optimistic God. That's his job. But then the right. other thing that you have going for you, Lex Luthor, who's a great villain and great villain. Look, you know, like I everything else that we've been talking about so far has been completely unrelated to this. But, you know, what is Lex Luthor, if not a billionaire who might <laughs> want to <laughs> Uh, use his power to, I don't know, go to space or like 
I don't know, buy platforms that would give him influence like the Daily Planet or something or a social media site as a weird example. Lex Luthor wants eight dollars. <laughs> well, like us, but that's different. And like I said, unrelated. But, but uh, yeah, but you, you know, maybe you write Lex Luthor as sort of, a you know, a, 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 that he's similar to a, a certain group of billionaires that exist in the world now. <laughs> who, like, no, he's great. He is a great villain and he's a great villain that works. Um, that works for an entire universe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, you know, he's not he's not a Thanos, but he's certainly a Loki. Like he, he could I get am- a group of 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 people who may not want to fight together to fight together to stop because he's he's that guy. Well, yeah. And uh, yeah, I would put him even above Loki because like he he's a good guy. Like there's been a lot of great DC comic stories like where he became president or, you know, like right. just him as a right. businessman. I mean, there haven't been a ton of stuff weirdly exploring this, but like. There even is some ideas, and I think they even did this in the Batman versus Superman movie, but like he and Bruce Wayne have reasons to cross paths just as like people, you know, so there's like interest there. But just, yeah, like he's usually depicted as forming the Legion of Doom or like whatever groups Uh or even like, you know, Secret Six, which is one of my favorite comics of all time because Gail Simone is the best, but like she is the best. Secret Six was formed originally out of this whole storyline where Lex Luthor was like uniting all of the villains together in a big, massive group. And uh, they were the holdouts. You know, that was like part of their deal is they didn't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you go to you play like I was thinking about existing in that world. Like you if you're if you're playing uh, playing a Batman game. um if you're playing a Superman game, you're not going to be playing it for very long, unfortunately. Yeah. But like if you're playing a video game, you go around that world and w- you see Wayne Enterprises, you see uh, you see Luther's name on a lot of stuff. And you also see Oliver Queen's name on a lot of stuff yes. because yeah, he, he's also one. a rich guy. And yeah. so you and they, they had a really successful Green Arrow series um, so they could incorporate that into. I think I think <laughs> I think they have, you know, some 10 years later, they have a good foundation yeah, um, that they can if they make a move, I think they're going to push and this is based off nothing. Um, except maybe, you know, the, the, the people didn't necessarily like the Lex Luthor that we got. Um, I'm afraid they're going to push Vandal Savage, who is a cool character for comic book nerds. Yeah, he's a good villain. But if you're going to explain why he's a villain, well, he's a caveman that lives forever. I know it does. It doesn't who's sound gonna good. Get, who's going to get behind a caveman that lives forever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a hard pitch, and and what kills them too is like they can't go. We've talked about this before, but their best villain for like. <laughs> Well, if we want to do a Thanos is Darkseid. The problem yeah. is Thanos literally is a ripoff of Darkseid. Like Darkseid came right. first and looks exactly like Thanos and acts very similar to Thanos. And you can't do him because you, people that haven't read comics would be like, you're just doing Thanos. You're just you're just doing Thanos. And they're going to think that they're going to think that. <laughs> They ripped off Marvel when they didn't rip off Marvel. No, you know, but they kinda, they got beat to the punch. You know, it's going to be hilarious when um, I'm super excited for um, for Wakanda Forever to come out. When people meet Namor the Submariner, oh they're going to say they they ripped off Aquaman. This is the one character that <laughs> that didn't rip off of, of a DC character. Namor the Submariner came first. 
if you can believe that. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a few, but yeah, it's there's a handful. It's also funny that it's like DC's worst hero is a ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would say Namor's better, too. Like than Namor's the, cool. Yeah, yeah, he's very cool. But Aquaman like, is never... Flappy things on his feet. Yeah, Aquaman's not great. No, man, did they try. I would say that was kind of a uh, a death rattle for Aquaman when Jason Momoa could not make Aquaman cool. Then you're, I think he's. Yeah, he, I totally understood it where it was like, this is great casting, but the problem is at some point he has to talk to fish. Yep. (laughs) He has to talk to fish and ride on them while he's wearing a gold shiny shirt. It's just, there's too much baked in. That's not good. Yeah. (laughs) But no, but no, I just, uh, the last thing I'll say about the, about the Superman thing, because I do have thoughts on it. Like, so I think those are the things If like, you really build it. You need a Lex Luthor because he would be a great character to keep around for a cinematic universe and can meddle in a lot. And, and Lois Lane is a great character. There's a lot that you can do with newspapers being consolidated and dying. I would have Lex Luthor by the Daily Planet. That would be my pitch of just like. It makes sense. That's a real thing that happens. Like there is a bald billionaire who runs a giant company who bought a newspaper. Like that you happens, just base yeah. him on that guy. Basically, you know, that guy doesn't like human rights. He you know treats the people in his factories terrible. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, so you you can do that. Like, you know, and all, and again, like I said, all the space stuff, like all that feels topical. But I think the key is that Superman has to be optimistic. He can't be nihilist. And I know that's become cool. And I like that stuff, too, of evil Superman, of, you know, they make those injustice games and stuff like it's interesting. It's Red Sun. Like, I like the the tape, but you need a classic, just completely square, optimistic Superman. And the thing is, you can do it because Marvel did it with Captain America. Like, I think that's the playbook is you need a Captain America-esque Superman kicking around yeah he was he was a he was a square um but he wasn't i was gonna say he wasn't a boy scout he was he was a square boy scout that didn't that didn't come across that way he was still very much human he was a three-dimensional character and it took him you know it, it it took him more than a movie i would say to get a solid third dimension yes um but it's it, it was there it was there you gotta you gotta let it cook and now i'm hoping that they just pull on the reins because when they rushed into it and in order to save themselves from rushing into it, they started rushing around some more and just throwing out content. And that wasn't, that wasn't really the solution to your problem. DC, like you either need to commit to the weird, stay on the pace that you started with or scrap it all and start over. And you did neither one of those things. Yeah. And now it's too, too late to start over now. So just slow down. Well, and the problem is like they kept going. So there's like, there's parts that work and parts that don't work, but now they're all in the same universe. So it's like, you know, Cavill is a great Superman. So you have a good Superman. Gal Gadot is a really good Wonder Woman. So you have a good Nailed Wonder it. Woman. I, I, Batman. I was going to say, I don't even like I like Ben Affleck. I don't think he was a bad Batman, but I think that character was a bad Batman and you can't really yeah. <laughs> do much with it. Oh, is that why? Because I changed your profile picture on HBO to, to Ben Affleck Batman and you didn't change it back. I, I thought did. you were going to. I did notice that and you're a bastard, but um, because <laughs> only because it was the animated. Do you know the real truth? So, Marty, I know you're still listening. Can you tell me how to change? Because <laughs> I have to you log what? in. No, I'm kidding. I know how to change it, but you have to log in 
from a laptop. You can't do it from my oh, my see. TV. So every time I go into my HBO, I see it and I'm right, like, I should change yeah. that. But then I have to like log in on a laptop. I'll and do it after to... I watch the, these four hours of television. Exactly. <laughs> But, I'll definitely uh, remember. <laughs> but no, I I mean, I, I'd like to think that I'm on record. I'm I'm a Ben Affleck fan. I like that guy in general, but uh I don't think that character did him favors. Like I don't think he was no. the problem. But no. uh I also side note, tired of cool Alfred. Can we stop with cool Alfred? Like we're doing too much with the because it was Jeremy Irons was his cool Alfred, yeah. and then new Batman has uh, Andy Serkis, cool Alfred, and Alfred is—he's too cool now. He's like cool. Batman's best friend. I need him to be stodgier and mustachier, and he needs white yeah. gloves and cloches. Cloches. He needs to be <laughs> a cute old man. We should yeah. not want to fuck Alfred. I no. want to fuck both of those Alfreds. I don't want to fuck Michael Caine. Yeah. We need like a Michael Caine or something older. Yes, and. Look, you can you can label it however you want HBO Max, but I, Pennyworth, the origin story of Alfred's Butler. I'm not watching third it. Third season. Third season. Not watching it. <laughs> what is going on? I could have, I could have like log into HBO and it says third season coming soon. How? I don't know. Is there some kind of secret arms race between Marvel and DC to see? There's two characters. They each have one. And it's like there's some bet. They made a one dollar bet. The head of Marvel and the head of DC. Who can we make uh, younger and more fuckable? Is it Alfred or Aunt May? Let's have an arms race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon. Aunt May is going to be younger than Peter Parker. For some <laughs> it reason. really is. <laughs> well, I'm your aunt. But, uh, you know, my sister was 20 years older than me. And so yeah, I'm exactly, more exactly. like your babysitter. <laughs> oh, my God. Zend Zendaya's playing both parts now. Why is she playing both parts? That's weird. <laughs> I think she's forgetting which one she is in this scene. This is awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but now, now he's calling her mommy. Oh, oh, oh. I, oh, I, 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 got, I rented the wrong Spider-Man movie. <laughs> it's that one you and I watched when we were roommates. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot all about that. I have never forgotten that because, yeah, we watched a porn parody of Spider-Man. And the only thing I'll tell all of you uh, fine listeners, and because I'm telling you this, those $8 checks better be in the mail because this is spicy content right here. But uh, <laughs> they, it was a parody of the, like, the Tobey Maguire one. And so they had the Spider-Man suspended upside down doing the upside down kiss and then mm -hmm. he's raised up out of frame. And gone. we both, Joel and I, I remember we both go, go, if they don't do what they should do right here, <laughs> big misstep. And the, so, of course, they, because they understand, because I think that's an Axel Braun and he, he's a showman. Uh, then a few seconds later, Spider-Man is lowered <laughs> back down and his, <laughs> it's, uh, out. it's out. And <laughs> what happens that you think happens? What happens? happens. Let's just, let's just say he can shoot webbing from three places. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, um, I, I forgot what, what we were talking about before that. <laughs> I, I know it's hot in here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Woo. I will. No, I think. By like, the way, like, sorry, sorry. One more thing. Okay. Uh, shout okay. out to that very specific porn movie. It is still the only live action version of Spider Man I've ever seen that contained the line "Face it, Tiger, you just hit the jackpot." So it does get you're credit absolutely for that. right. Yeah. Yep. Just saying. That's that thing your wife said to you at your wedding. 
It is because she knows is she knows. It's good she knows. stuff. She knows. So so I think we were saying <clears throat> what you were saying anyways was you have gotten back your Superman solid. You have you have Wonder Woman. You are right now very confused with your Batman, but you have a Batman thing going on, which is flash. Yeah. We I get well soon. I think um, uh, rocks, especially after the Snyder cut, you have a cyborg, a rock solid yes. cyborg. Yeah, no, I yeah, he's really good. I would change the design of the suit personally. Sure. But sure. Uh, but no. Uh, yeah. Great actor playing it. Um and yeah. I think you treat at this point, you treat Aquaman like um, like Bruce Banner. He doesn't need his own movies. No, he'll he'll be in movies with other people and people will like him and he'll be awesome. He doesn't need his own movie. And especially because then if you do that, yeah, Momoa is great as because he I think the best that he did was like hanging out, you know, when he was like hanging yeah. out with the rest of the team. He's fantastic. It's just, yeah, when he has to go underwater and do the underwater battles. They put Defoe in that movie and it didn't fix it. Like it was still. Yeah. If Willem uh, Defoe's not fixing your movie, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. But but no, you have that. You also let's not sleep on the fact that Margot Robbie is outstanding casting for Harley Quinn. Oh, right. Of you course. need a new Joker. <laughs> Very bad. You need a new Joker. You've got a good rogues gallery going. Yeah. Um, but you yeah, you need and you just need a new Joker. But yeah, you got yep. a great Harley. Quinn. I don't think they're going to do it, though, because they they put him in the Snyder cut. Yeah, that scene was so bad. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ba Batman said, fuck, we didn't want that. Yeah, the whole thing, all of it was bad. It was such a bad scene. Everything, I did not like any of it, but... It was very stupid. Was but very, I don't know. Stupid. I mean, again, all of this is to say that we have new people in charge. So it's it's James Gunn's world now. Like, so we're... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look, I, you know, I think the Suicide Squad was... It's it's probably the best thing that DC has done movie wise. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, that first Wonder Woman movie was really great. Yes, I love the first Wonder. Woman. I really like Birds of Prey. I think it's criminally underrated. Oh, but yeah, you're right. Birds yeah. of Prey was also was also good. Yeah, so like, but those, there's good. You yeah. and that contains some of the sh like it's the, the bones are there. Mm -hmm. The bone you the, like it needs to be in the right hands, but also there needs to be a plan. Right. You know, you had a, you had a bunch of folks who don't usually adhere to a plan. They're, they do their own thing um, working in the MCU and they were still able to kind of mesh together some sort of cohesive something. And it doesn't need to be perfect. It's not the MCU is not perfect. It's it gets really convoluted at some points and there are a lot of inconsistencies, but all of that is forgiven when the product is good. Right. So just so there's a there's a way to do it. I just you broke it. You broke it before you took it out of the box. And now that it's out of the box, it's hard to put back together. Right. Well, and I do I do think they do have I mean, it's there's unfortunately real world uh reasons that complicate this, but there is a Flashpoint movie that has been shot that I don't right. know what the status of is for reasons likely related to the star of that film, but I refuse to believe that this uh, Batgirl movie is as bad as they say it is. I don't. No. I refuse to believe it's so bad that it shouldn't be released, you know, well, because well, also, I've seen some of the other movies you've released. I was going to say, first of all, if if DC thinks something is so bad, it can't be released. I want to see that because <laughs> they're <No>. standards. <laughs> but no, I, I think it was completely a cost cutting measure. And I think the movie's probably yeah. 
solid to good, honestly. Like, I don't think it's bad. It also wasn't finished. I think it could be fine. You know, you get a good editor. Like, I think it could be good. But and I hope that we see it someday. Me too. Michael Keaton's in it. Yeah. Yeah. You telling me that. Well, I was going to say you telling me a movie with Michael Keaton in it is bad, but I did see Morbius. So that's. Yeah, we saw Morbius. That's really possible. (laughs) But, uh, but no, like all of that to say the Flashpoint if and when it comes out, I don't know what the status of it is. The thing is, Flashpoint in the comics was used to reboot the things that needed to be reboot rebooted. Right. So if it does come out, it could be a great opportunity to take the pieces that you like and throw out the pieces that you don't and be like, oh, multiverse, it shook things right. up. And look, now we have a new Joker that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. The Joker could be um martha wayne if you wanted it to be that's happened it could be mark hamill it could be mark hamill like there's a it could be mark hamill it, like it could you know what it fucking could be so Why not? I, I mean i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say get your shit together dc because i think your shit is basically together you just don't know what to do with it so maybe you know maybe james gunn is the rudder on this ship you know also i mean i don't know is mark hamill significantly older than jack nicholson was in the tim burton batman they got i think i think probably yes I but i mean but yes. i'm saying he wasn't young <laughs> get jack nicholson he's retired he's not gonna do it but no he's not he's not good jack nicholson said he would he would be in a movie if it was better than a movie that he's already made so that seems that's easy. pretty much saying no <laughs> that seems easy what's he done <laughs> You know what? Truth. Truth. He's been in some stinkers. Yeah. I mean, he did that, stinkers. He did that one movie that Greg wrote, but yeah, he, yeah that was a good one, though. I'm thinking like, I, that's one of hey, my favorites. Hey, hey, Nicholson, this one's better than about Schmidt. So you got to be in it. <laughs> I mean, if that's the bar, then yeah, you should be able to get him. Like, wasn't he in jail? Yeah. No, that was Pacino. I was going to say, wasn't he in Jack and Jill? But that was Pacino. So that was Pacino. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, Which, I was going to say anger management, but anger management is actually p- pretty good. No, it's about Schmidt, I think is the right. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I love Al Pacino. He's a national treasure. But if he had that bar for it just had to be better than a movie he was in, you could always get Pacino, baby. You go. Yeah, you probably can get Pacino. You know, it's got to be it's got to be better than a movie I made after 1980. Well, I mean, it's a, yep. I done. Mean, we go at, We got that covered. Yeah, if it has to be better, if it has to be better than Godfather or Dog Day Afternoon, we're in trouble. But yes, uh, or yeah, yeah, like seventies, seventies Pacino. You can't touch. You can't touch Serpico. You're not touching that. And then there's there's Godfather Part Two and fucking Serpico. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, yeah. But if it has to be better than uh, (laughs) Scent of a Woman, I think I could do that. Yeah, man, it's so funny. Scent of a Woman is a good movie. And he won an Academy Award for it, and I think he should have, but he he was just at 12 the whole time. And he he learned from that movie, like, the problem, it's not that movie, because that movie is fine, but at some point he went, this is what they want, so this uh-huh. is all I will do. They give you Academy Awards if you, you just keep doing this! <laughs> Why'd they give me an Academy Award? Because I had a voice, a big voice. <laughs> you had your ears right up to it. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. He is, he is a national treasure. Shit. You know what? Um, 
bring back fucking DeVito if we're talking about national treasures. Get some Dane DeVito in a Batman movie. What the get, fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, get DeVito. How about this? The, the penguin is stripped down naked and has to hide in a couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot. I did see that he's I love uh, DeVito so much, but I saw that someone because uh, he was promoting that I've. The show, I always want to call it Lucy, Daughter of the Devil, because it's the same Little pitch, Demon. But Little Demon. But he was promoting that. But someone asked him about the new uh, Penguin and what he thought of it. And he was like, I was better. <laughs> no, he yeah. totally was. I yeah. saw that too. And it was it was Lucy, actually, that was interviewing him. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, it was a YouTube yeah. thing. I did, Yeah, that's exactly what it was, yep. which was delightful. Because she, cause she was holding up. She was like, uh, which Batman do you think is the best Batman? And he goes, Keaton, that's my yeah. Batman. Yeah. He, that's, and I was the best Penguin. It's just, yeah. that's the way it was. I mean, I know, I know Colin, he's a really nice guy. I like him a lot. He's not a good penguin. I'm a good penguin. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, cosine every word of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Cause it was the thing. Wasn't he hooked up to a lie detector? Like that was the, bit, he was a hundred percent hooked up to yes. a lie detector. Yes. It's exactly what it was that I watched. <laughs> no, but that man's delightful. And the two of them together, him and Lucy, I think that is why it's confusing because her name is Lucy. Do you remember that show, Lucy, Daughter of the Devil? I do remember that. Yeah. And it's like, I'm sure they're different, but it's just her name is Lucy. And every time I think of that show, that's what pops into my head. Yeah, it's, it's a really good show. It's actually really funny. I thought it was going to be just like, um, I don't know, a, a cartoon that's rude for the sake of being rude. But it's actually a, it's a really good show. It's funny as hell. So much nudity. <laughs> like, I did not expect there's that. so much nudity nudity in that show like full frontal adult nudity all over that show and it's really funny i think that's just devito i think devito at some point if you <laughs> and god bless him but i think if you look like danny devito you're like you know what's hilarious being naked <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i say that with nothing but respect and i bet that man <laughs> gets laid more than you and i <laughs> like but he knows <laughs> again watch the couch scene from it's always sunny that is a man <laughs> with zero vanity it's the truth it's the truth he the, he is fearless man that really got me <laughs> well Whew. okay i think very unprofessional i'm trying to give people their eight dollars worth yeah well, send us send us eight dollars I need, we need $8. Remember, yeah. we're splitting the $8. Right. right. So that's really I, only I'm four. Only, I'm only making $4. Right. Which, look, I'm, I'm just, and not to get into a whole other thing with Greg again, but like, if you wanted to send us each $8, I wouldn't be opposed to that. But like, we're only asking for eight total. Send as much money as you want. Yeah. That is $8 or above. Yeah. But we're, we're asking for $8. That's all we want. So just do that. And remember question everything except sending us eight dollars uh, uh, new sign off catchphrase to come hobo radio is a production of hobotrashcan.com if you enjoyed the show please rate or review it on itunes hear more great shows on the peak sloth podcast network like this one in a world where people watch movies i think i'm gonna watch a movie Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy 
do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.